Hey guys, this is Jason the X for SCNS Live and the Alternate Heads Toy Podcast. We want to thank you for finding our show on iTunes and Google Play. And of course, you can always check out the video versions on youtube.com slash SCNS Live or facebook.com slash SCNS Live. Please give us a like and subscribe over there. And we hope you enjoy the show. Oh, live, yes. Go. Okay, cool. I thought, okay, cool. Guys, welcome to another episode of Super Cool Nerd Show Live. <laughs> Here today, uh, today is Thursday, of course, because that's when we always go live. Uh, I am Ricardo. I am back. I've been gone for a couple weeks. Uh, job has been, been really busy, but I am back now. Uh, and so, yeah. And here to my left, we've got Bryce. Hey, Ricardo. It's the day after Wednesday. It is the day after Wednesday. we're all together. We're all together. Once again. It's been a hot minute. So I'm yeah. excited, though. And then over to his left, we've got Kat. So we're an awesome Optimus Prime shirt today. I don't know if uh, you guys can see it. This is clearly Mega Man. Like Mega Man. Lego, Stop angering me. <laughs> and then, of course, to her left is we've got Miss Cass. What's up? She's wearing an awesome Wonder Woman t-shirt today because, of course. Whoop. And then tonight, today, behind the board, we have Jason the X. Back over here doing my thing. Hey, everybody. And in the audience, we have Cora. The audience. Hey. The audience. Hey. She's always keeping doing it. Also a person. Okay, here. listen here. You did your makeup, also, Cora. You can't tell me what to do. You can't even see me, can you? Cora, you did your makeup. Might as well be on. Nope. See. Okay. Oh, well, oh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, and wait for it. Wait Get for it. Get off me! Get off me! Yeah! <laughs> there you go. Get off me. No, you're now. pretty comfy, actually. <laughs> Get off. All right, awesome, guys. We have a great show for you today. Uh, but before we go more into that, let's go into some super cool nerd news. Awesome. So we're going to start with me. Uh, Stranger Things 3, we've got new cast members. Kerry uh, Oles, uh, uh, if you remember him from uh, Princess Bride and also the series uh, Saw. And also Jake Busey from uh, Super Troopers have both joined the cast. Kerry um, uh, Oles will play a character named Major, Major Klein, while Busey from Stranger Troopers will play a character named Bruce. Uh, Major Klein is being described by Netflix promotional materials as handsome, slick, and sleazy. Uh, your classic 80s politician, uh, more concerned with his own image than with the people of the small town he governs. Uh, and then uh, Bruce, uh, the Bruce character played by Busey, is a journalist for the Hawking's Post with questionable morals and a sick sense of humor. So does looks like we're going to have new uh, characters on there, but not any better than the Demogorgon. So we're going to just have more... Twisted evil people. So I'm excited for this season one and two on Netflix right now. Awesome seasons. If you're not catch those, if you've not caught those, go out and watch those ASAP. Will this will this be the one that like ends the series? Just like the bad one. They said they. Ooh. Are you gonna wait till series what seven for that? I don't know. The kids, they got to grow up at some point. The show. Yeah. They it's, not it's not going to work anymore. We can't just keep jumping them up in ages. They they did say they're going to do at least four seasons. Wow. Okay. So we got one more to go at least. So. Six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Six yeah. seasons in a movie. So there we go. Bruce, Bryce, what do you got? Bruce, ah, uh, Bruce, Bruce, Bryce. <laughs> Bryce, what do you got? They call me Bruce. <laughs> uh, did you ever see that film? No. Which? That's a Bruce Campbell movie, right? Is it Bryce Almighty. Bryce Almighty. Yes. Bryce Almighty. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a that's the uh, Bruce Campbell movie, right? That's that's me on the weekend. That's you on the weekend. On I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> when you can actually schedule the day it's right thank you for that cat <laughs> and now back to the news <laughs> okay uh, a mere eight or nine years from now in Los Angeles in 2028 Hotel Artemis is gonna let us see what the criminals do for medical help uh, it's a new film you can see the trailer now uh, and it looks like a really interesting movie uh, it's a secret hotel, not a hotel, hospital rather, for criminals. And uh, in this film coming to theaters uh, in July on the 20th, you're going to get to see Jodie Foster um, in an interesting role. Yeah, she, she looks like she's the, the, uh, the head RN uh, in charge of the hospital. Basically what you're going to have is about uh, three thieves uh, coming for medical help after a heist gone bad. and. Look, apparently they took a portable vault that also didn't belong to them, and it's worth a lot of money. And there's a lot of good, there's a lot of interesting cast members in this in this film. And uh, apparently uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, looks like he's playing a prominent role, possibly as a mob boss, and he doesn't 
look um, too happy that his stuff was stolen, and I think this cast is going to have a lot of vengeance just waiting to happen in this film. Is that Batista in that photo? Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm Batista. excited for him. He's he's gotten he's he's a good actor. Yeah, it was fun. Did he's a healthcare say, professional in this film. Did you say portable vaults? I did. I feel like any vault is portable if you try hard enough. Just prayer and clean living. You got a, <laughs> you got a big enough wagon? Exactly. Yeah. Prayer and clean living that you're stealing vaults. <laughs> Not in Fallout. I didn't, say, I didn't say stealing. Not necessarily. So also in this film, I just want to say uh, I really enjoy strong female leads in movies. Uh, I have for a long time. And between Jodie Foster and Sophia Boutella... Uh, who um, was Jayla in Star Trek Beyond? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, she's uh, she looks a lot different in this film, of course, but she's <laughs> she's playing a badass in this movie, and it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I really uh, like the idea of uh, Goldblum playing a mob boss, and and um, also uh, Zachary Quinto. So Butella's gonna reunite with Quinto uh, from Star Trek Beyond in this film. Um, so I, th- I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I- I'm interested in seeing this, and. Um, uh, on a side note, I just want to say that uh, having met Jeff, Jeff Goldblum recently, uh, he makes a lot of interesting, fun noises. And if you want to watch um, a four-minute clip on YouTube of Jeff Goldblum just making noises from all his movies and not really speaking dialogue, um, that's, that's something you should check out. And also, um, if you've ever wanted your own Jeff Goldblum uh I was wondering about cut out figure, you know, to to uh, dress up or undress. Who doesn't want that? Right. I mean, you don't have to just undress him with your eyes anymore when you watch him on television. You can now actually undress him at home. There's a new product out uh, by a company called Belly Kids. Um, it is a uh, dress-up magnet set, and I'm hoping um, that that you're gonna get a kick out of this. You know, um, you know, undressing Dr. Ian Malcolm or. Um, or maybe uh, dressing the Grandmaster from uh, Thor Ragnarok, but uh, the, the, it's kind of okay. So it comes with five different heads. You got young Goldblum, you know, middle-aged Goldblum, you know, older Goldblum. I think it's going to be great. But the one problem I've got, if I if I can just just nitpick, go for it. Thank you. Um, I'm not happy that uh, there's no there's no uh, peeling Seth Brundle face, or you know, you're going to have to supply your own dinosaurs. Just so you know, that just so on fire. That is a bummer. Face. Yeah. But uh, but it it should be fun. Uh, so you get a, you basically get a shirtless Jeff Goldblum as a template. So then you know you can you know you can uh, sploosh. You, I you can sploosh. You can lay on your couch or you know on Bryce. your dashboard on the way to work. I'm gonna be very disappointed if you don't get me one of these as a wedding gift. I you know it's it's bound to be a popular. Wait, how big is this thing? I don't think it's life size to uh, cast. Then Sorry. what is the point? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, until we have the Jeff Goldblum body pillow. Mm. Like, that exists actually. Does oh it really? God. Does it? That's yes. amazing. What's sad is not that, that it, it exists, but that you know that <laughs> off the top of your head. That you know you're that like, Twitter. That's, that's and it. that I kind of want one. Like, Moving on, Cat. What do you got going on this time for the news? So, I'm not trying to constantly do video game stories, but they keep finding me, and today I saw an article I have almost no commentary on. It's uh, <laughs> Fortnite promposals. So, Fortnite players have started building, like, elaborate structures within the game. Uh, I don't know if you know Fortnite, but basically it's a last man standing kind of battle royale game, and you can also do a lot of building structures within the game so that you can be more like stable and have a place to hang out and shoot people from. Anyway, (laughs) so they've started building these really elaborate structures and sometimes blowing up part of them. So it says prom question mark. And it's just the newest like nerdy, nerdy, nerdy way to ask your girl or your guy or your whatever to the prom. (laughs) And I think it's adorable. Your body pillow. No, your girl, guy, non-binary. If your body pillows are answering you, (laughs) you need serious help. (laughs) But yeah, that was cute. I don't know. James Franco seemed to have a meaningful relationship with his body pillow. (laughs) What is her name? I don't remember it. Hold on, on. is Fortnite kind of like a advanced version of? uh, I just had in my head. If you say it, I'm gonna punch you in the face. 
the the brick building game. No, in. no, it's not. Okay, no. Minecraft. Minecraft. No, that's the one. no. Okay, no. it's, it's a, a last man standing. Like a hundred people go in, or twenty five. It depends on the game depends style on the game. you're playing. Okay, y'all keep it up. I'm just gonna start selling body pillows of you guys or something. Okay. No, creepy. Hey, I refuse. Creepy. Hey, I gotta fund this thing somehow. <laughs> Our new Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> body pillows of the Several. <laughs> I mean, I have price. a price, but if, it's not body. If necessary, I'll just price. start putting. I'll just start putting people's heads on other, you know, other pictures. You want to start a Photoshop other, battle? Just, I will <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm not saying mine's gonna be good, but I'm saying mine's gonna happen. I'm just saying, you could be in a lot more sexy bunny outfits. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, Cass, hey, what do you got? <laughs> Who's got the next news story? All right. Uh, so we're talking about Arrow. Um, Arrow is a TV show that has been on for several seasons. Seven now? Five. Uh, for season six, they are actually switching showrunners. Uh, Beth Schwartz, who has been a producer on the series for years and years, um, since the very beginning, I think, is now going to be the new showrunner. Mark Guggenheim is stepping down to a more consultant position. Um, and Wendy Miracle is stepping down, period. She's not going to be uh, in it anymore. Um, and Legends of Tomorrow as well. Phil Klemmer is going to be showrunning that by himself. Mark Guggenheim again stepping down to more of a consulting gig, which I'm actually really excited about. Both of those shows kind of need a shakeup, especially Arrow. Arrow was an amazing show when it first started. It's kind of dwindled in the last couple of seasons due to... Bad uh, writing! I was going to say it was something much more delicate. Uh, losing cast members, some seriously mediocre writing overall, and just kind of a lack of direction. So I'm really excited about a new showrunner, what they could do with the story. I myself, I have to watch Legends of Tomorrow now anyways, because John Constantine is joining them in the fourth season. So, yeah. I'm, uh, well, and happen. Guggenheim is just like over... He's been doing He's so over, much. Yeah, he has too much. He's been in charge of like all of the DC shows for forever and show running them at once. And it's gotten to the point past continuity where yeah. it's just been an issue. I wonder how many times good decisions. while everyone's like writing the story. So it's like, we can do this story. I'm like, wait, nope. They did that in Batman back in the 90s. Oh, wait. Uh, no. Can, did that's... you see Stephen Amell get called Walmart Batman? <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, writing He was writing something about... He said something about Beyonce that he thought was a compliment. Some people thought was an insult. And they called him Walmart Batman. And he just embraced the title. And it's well, there so you go. Amazing. Walmart Batman. I like it. Yep. So moving on with the news. Uh, Steven, speaking of DC, Steven Spielberg is joining the uh, DC Universe. Say it isn't so. What? so yeah, uh, Spielberg currently is tapped to direct uh, Black Hawk. Black Hawk uh, was the first introduced in 1941 by Quality Comics before the property uh, was acquired by DC Comics in 1957. In the comics, Black Hawk was the leader of the Black Hawk squad- Squadron, an elite group of pilots that fought in World War II. The prophetic, dire- uh, the prophetic director, there we go, and his Ambin Entertainment are teaming with Warner Brothers to produce the action adventure with the intention of Spielberg directing. Uh, the screenplay for Black Hawk is being written by David Cope, I think that's how you say his last name, uh, who was who has collaborated with Spielberg as a screenwriter for the blockbusters Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park, War of the Worlds, and Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which actually this is the tenth year for that movie, the tenth anniversary. Um, Spielberg will produce a film with Christy Makosko Krieger under under the Amblin Entertainment banner, while Sue Kroll. Will uh, executive produce under her Kroll and Co. Entertainment shingle. So, we've got Spielberg joining DC Universe. Could he? That's crazy. Hopefully, save it ish kind of. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think Patty Jenkins is the only one that can do that now. Patty did some saving, and then her efforts were dashed. I mean, I don't well, think any one person. That Ricardo totally passed me over. I'm sorry, yeah, Jason. Yeah, you totally skipped Jason. I was going to sing a song. Do y'all want to see no, Jason no, sing a song? No, no. Jason, Low what is key, your story? Are you going to sing When I Think About You, I Touch Myself? Or what are you going to sing? That's later. Okay. Mass Crusaders working overtime, fighting crime, fighting crime. The best 80s theme song of all time, Mask. And Mask is now going to become a live-action movie. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the 80s cartoon is finally getting a live-action adaptation. It's being um, directed by F. Gary, F. Gary Gray. So, 
that's a good sign, actually. I did not expect that name to be attached to a series that was about transforming vehicles, some not the best transforming vehicles, <laughs> some maybe not dynamic in aero or hydrodynamically possible, <laughs> like a car that the doors just open up and suddenly it can fly, which... Try that off of a cliff, <laughs> or a, or a helicopter that turns into a plane, which is that's actually kind of cool. I, you know, that, that's that's legit. But um, it was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. The toy line was great. The toys go still pretty expensive. So um, let me see. Um, like I said, best '80s theme song ever. If you have never heard the theme song to Mask, go listen to it. There's Not actually, now. There's an extended version of it, which I never knew. There you go. They made not just a little, what, one minute theme song for the show. They made a full two and a half minute theme song. Thank you, um, um, Shuki Levy. So um, he's also being linked to the Men in Black spinoff, which he's actually holding off until he makes this movie. So <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing. Uh, the theme song's great. We got no other news except F. Gary Gray is in charge of it. And um, that's a good sign for me. So look at this, this crazy cartoon about guys that wore masks. Actually, it was more like helmets. <laughs> that had superpowers and cars that transformed. It's crazy Wait, enough to work. cars that transformed? Cars and vehicles, like all kinds of vehicles. Like a Jeep will become a boat. It's, or a motorcycle will become a helicopter. But it's not Transformers? No, it's not Transformers. It's, Are you sure? I'm quite positive. Okay. They're, they don't have, like, sparks. I don't want to get into the... the Obviously, they don't anyway. have sparks. Moving on. None of them come They're on fire. Boats. Ha! They don't it's even need sparks. sparks. Okay. God. He gets so mad. So he gets what? so mad. So, so right. will it be better than Battleship, the Michael Bay movie? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> I don't know. Shots fired. What's next to get a game? I mean, <laughs> Scrabble. The Game of Life gets gets a freaking live action movie. I mean, oh, Mousetrap oh, would be cool. Mousetrap got one. I want Hungry, Hungry, Hungry Hippos, the movie. Yes, Hungry, Hungry Hippos, yeah. In a race to save the world, they have to be on shoots. Matters. <laughs> I would I personally them. want a... do uh, Harry Potter Monopoly. Oh, wait. I personally want a uh, uh, Connect Four uh, movie. <laughs> Connect Four. Give me Connect Four Connect movie. Connect Four. Yeah. With a patient that can electrocute you. Operation, you Operation has a TV show and it's called Grey's Anatomy. Like, come on. I thought it was called House. Anyway. Let's also not forget House is better. fantastic board game. I don't want to be in camera. Okay, good then. I'm, I'm just a voice there. in the void. Candyland? Yeah, no. no. That, actually, there we go. Candyland. Rick and Ralph. No. That's what? No. It was uh, the. Popomatic Trouble. <gasps> I remember that. <laughs> or sorry. Sorry. Every time the dice goes off, like people just like earthquakes happen or whatever. That's how they solve the yes. puzzle. I like yes. it. Uno, the movie. Okay. Oh, God. Bryce. Bryce, what do you got? <laughs> the 80s theme song. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Oh, that was the best. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. Should have been somebody else. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. In Terminator. And that's our next story we're going to focus on. Nice no, segue. No, no, don't give him that. Yeah, that's a good segue <laughs> right like there, it. folks. No, no, sir. Okay, so the untitled Terminator 6 project coming out in November of 2019. Production starts next month, buddy. Yep. Can't wait. I can't wait either. I can't wait either. Um, He's going to ignore everything except Terminator 2. Right. No. Uh, okay, I, th I thought they're gonna ignore Terminator. Judge I thought they're gonna ignore everything Judgment Day as well. T2. Anything T two and o after T two, everything doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, oh, so they are good. gonna they're gonna take into account T two then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about Genesis, Genesis or Exodus no. or whatever it was? No. 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 Genesis is my favorite one. So the <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus. So the so the good news is the good news is Schwarzenegger's back. Uh, the Governor is back, uh, hopefully in his black leather jacket. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't know for sure what, what uh, role he'll be playing. Will he be playing a human this time? Who knows? Uh, it's, it may be so, sort of a reboot, right? Because they're be ignoring all the other for films. Human. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, so uh, also Linda Hamilton's coming back, uh, even though she died of leukemia uh, in between Judgment Day and 
We can forget about Rise of the Machine. Yeah, yeah, we can. yeah, that's all. Yeah. It's all right. right. That's right. Right. different timeline. Right, right. It's like X Men. There's yeah. like five timelines. Alternate, alternate timeline. <laughs> so uh, Skynet has chosen our next new cyborg assassin, and <clears throat> you will remember him from Marvel's Agents of Shield, and that is Gabriel Luna. Really, your favorite G writer. Dun, 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 dun. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, right. So James Cameron is co-producing, and uh, Tim Miller, the Deadpool director, he'll be in charge uh, of the shoot, and should be a lot of uh, fun with uh, Blade Runner 2049's Mackenzie Davis also on board. Nice. Yeah. And she, it's rumored, it's, from what I've read, it's rumored that she may become the face of the franchise from here on out, assuming we have a franchise. Well, that's what they said about the last one. Right. And, um... The girl, Daenerys, what's her, um, what, what's Amelia her name? Clark. Amelia Clark, yeah, that's what they said about her in the last movie, and look what happened. So. Yeah, didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we're looking at, um, we don't know who the villain is yet, but uh, Miller and Cameron were joking that what if our femme fatale, Linda Hamilton, was to go toe-to-toe with Liam Neeson as the villain, and Sarah Connor kicks... Liam Neeson's ass. I don't know. We'll see. We don't know who the villain is, but uh, but we will have someone in leather. <laughs> As you can see, Henry Winkler may or may not be in the new Terminator six. This is Amigo. I don't know if you're familiar with this product, but it's one of the better products ever made. Is. Made of plastic and hmm. fall leather. That's the coolest action figure thing I've ever seen. I don't know why we have all these other toys. Thank you, Kat. Yeah. Yes. You clearly have good toy judgment. Yes. (laughs) But his cross-eyed stare just got to me. He's staring right at me with, like, dirt face. Like. All right, Kat, what do you got next? Okay. So, uh, I have on... Stop (laughs) rattling things around on the table. Nice. That hey, looks baby. way more sexual than you're hey. thinking it does. Oh, God, that's gracious. <laughs> is that supposed to be the Terminator, or does he look like the Fonz? It's no, the Fonz. It's the Fonz. Okay. He like, couldn't find a Terminator. It's the Fonz. Yeah, I don't have it. Yeah. He was never that cross-eyed. Okay. So, my other story. Oh, Dallas Fuel. Dallas Fuel on Monday night, I think. Monday night, announced the release of their head coach, Kai Kai, and... Rascal. They released their head coach, and then they went on to get stomped by San Francisco Shock last night. So weird, right? Oh, I, I'm sorry. When you said Dallas Fuel, I was thinking of Dallas City Fuel, like the tacos. I'm sorry. We've been talking about overwatching. Stop. Wait, have you not been thinking watching Thinking about the show? tacos. I was in New Orleans last week. before you come here. Tacos. Just saying. No. You're right. You're right. So, this is the latest in a series of bad moves by Dallas Fuel, frankly. And uh, I'm really, really mad about it. They announced that they want their players to run the team, basically. But they are looking for Uh a new head coach. Who wants that job? The head coach job after your last head coach got fired and you announced that your players are running the team. I'll take that job. You don't want it. I'll whip them into shape. Jason would. I'll literally whip them into shape. At this point, they need to be looking at head coaches from traditional sports. Honestly, yeah. legitimately, because a head coach from sports, they don't need to know the strategies. Let's and the get Barry Switzer. Let's go. They're, I'd be perfect for this job. No, I. Anyone I'll, want Jason? I'm a I, I vote Jason. Uh, no, this, this I volunteer be for the job. I will sit in the back of the room, hang out with Mickey, and be fine. You can be my assistant coach. Mickey okay. got, got to hang out with tilted Mickey. recently. Anyway, this Have is just. Have you ever just, coached intramural softball? I've coached a lot of things. Have any life. of those teams ever won any of yes. their games or matches? Yes. Even just one? An yes. inning, maybe? Maybe a quarter? Did they win any of it? I led fire teams in the Navy. I can do this. <laughs> you know, you're just saying that because you know we can't fact check you. So. <laughs> I can guess. Yeah, you can. No, this is just, this was really interesting. It's really big for Dallas, obviously, but also in the evolution of this being the most formalized version of esports as a league that we've seen, there's been so much drama, and it leads to just predictable results where teams don't perform very well without structure. So basically, Dallas feels just 
Dallas Fuel has underperformed since they came into the league. Like, this is the first season of the league. They were formerly Team Envious, and Envious was really, really good. And then they got to Dallas as Dallas Fuel, and all of a sudden the owner is doing his best Jerry Jones cosplay and firing <laughs> head coaches and just being like, oh, this will be fine. You know, who needs it? Yeah, well, and we're losing. Cowboys fans know that too, a little too well, so... I yeah, uh, I keep yeah, saying it's a like true, a it's a true Dallas team, yep. and that it gets to a decent position and then it chokes. Well, and yep. it has all this Cowboys, talent, Mavericks, and by stars. all numbers, it should Especially be the performing season. really well. But and thanks to some player don't. drama and all this crap, they're losing. I can do this. I can Surprise. do this. All right, Cass, what you, you can got? Do it better than the players could. That's true. Um, my second and last story is a short one. Uh, we got our first glimpse of Peggy Carter as Captain America. She looks amazing. She looks beautiful. I love her. That's is this it. legit? This yeah, legit. This legit. I'm so excited. I'm oh, that's excited. Blink. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, yeah. Because, yeah, two of them in the frame. Yeah. Well, the, the characters Blink. They're going to do the uh, time jumping thing where Peggy Carter became. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's cool. I always yeah. love, I love the exile stories that Blink's, and Blink's the leader. Mm-hmm. Why is she in the frame with Zarya? <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Why? Peggy Carter. I Peggy Carter is wonderful. Things. Jason, you have the next story. I do, and um, <sighs> let, me, let me collect myself. Uh-oh. I would like to say congratulations to DC Comics Whoop. for for being the first comic to get to a thousand issues mainstream also happy birthday Superman 80 years Um, if you have not picked up your copy of Action Comics uh, Action Comics 1000 trust me there are plenty to choose from different covers and the story is actually pretty good but they choose I'm no spoilers but they throw another wrinkle in Superman's origin so if you want to just a good standalone comic just to support this comic crossing this milestone of a thousand issues. It is nothing to scoff at. Congratulations, DC Comics. I am a comic lover and yeah. I hope all my comics end up at a thousand yeah. at a thousand issues. So congratulations guys. Eighty years is nothing to scoff at. All the respect out there for DC Comics. Congratulations, oh. Superman for being around for eighty years. And he's wearing seventy nine of those being Batman's bitch. And he's wearing the red <laughs> underwear again. Good for little, him. Little, little, tiny little As he stuff. should be. If you're talking about Over. wrinkles in Superman's origin story, at this point it looks like Tommy Lee Jones' face. <laughs> oh. They have shown so many wrinkles in that origin story. I cannot deal with it. Get this lady some salt because she is throwing it around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Anyway, awesome. So. Well, awesome guys. That's uh, all of our own little news stories. But now we've got to the big one. Um, so fan expo. <laughs> Wants to run their shows the same weekend as Free Common Book Day and Texas Frightmare Weekend. Thoughts? It's the second time this has happened. It is. The first time they tried to to go against Akon a couple years ago. Did not work out well for either one of them. No, it did not. It split everyone in half. Yeah. Which really is the thing, isn't it? That uh, nobody wins in that kind of situation. And that seems like that would be a bad idea because nobody wins because you both lose people going to your cons. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm confused about that. Well, and resources, like, I mean, as a show, we go and we try and cover cons and events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to split your media resources yep. to where they have to pick? Please don't really want to do that because I don't want to choose between those. I like, um, the events, I like big events and smaller events, and I yeah. uh, would like to cover both whenever it's possible. So they want to establish a monopoly, right? on On the local, on the local industry, it kind of sounds like industry. It just it, it's that, it, yeah. you're, you're not making you're not making a, a lot of friends doing that. So it's, it seems like you're like you're making a, a lot of enemies. Why I, I is it that Texas has the shittiest cons right now? We had language this is, also rude. Sorry. Yeah, cap over there. <laughs> well, He's not in a position to say language, but uh, he is disappointed in you. I mean, like, okay, like free comic book day. That's when like 
parents can take their kids and say, look, here's what I did when I was growing up. They get a few, few comics, they get into the comics, and then they want to learn more about it. Cool. I personally wouldn't want to take a child, a small child, to like Fan Expo because of how crowded it gets. I, I wasn't there this weekend. You guys were. How crowded was it? Was it pretty? Not in? nearly as crowded as it was last year. Uh, Jason well, had his small child there, and it was fine. It was, it was great. Fine? Okay. Are you uh, just calling him out? Go ahead. Oh, um, yes, I magically moved. I actually call it an expo. They actually did a good thing. Had an area for the kids. You could take them to. They could do mm-hmm. arts and crafts, watch oh. Disney movies. That was great. This whole thing is another thing altogether, and that's all the props we'll give them for now. <laughs> and that, that's really the thing about uh, about it that I guess does make a little bit more sense to me is that Free Comic Book Day is very community focused. Yeah. Yeah. Fan Expo seems to be moving away from that in a lot of ways. Um, the the local cosplayers, they have chosen the most popular ones, which of course they're going to, but they don't seem to be very community focused. And uh, Free Comic Book Day is all about the community. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't, I don't know personally what they're trying to do with that, but it seems like they're very, very corporation-based. Yeah. Corporation-focused. We had that experience at the costume contest. Like, we went to the costume contest, and traditionally the corporate side has kind of stayed out of the costume contest. It's been very local, so it's been really popular to go to the costume contest and kind of hang out with all your friends that you haven't seen the rest of the weekend and goof off and whatever, and they... This one was a little bit different. It was still it was still very well emceed, but it was definitely had more of a corporate overtone to it and less of a just rowdy like group of people who love I, to I can just imagine out here in a few years like welcome to the Doritos Fan Expo in Dallas. The Cosmic Concert is sponsored by Snickers. Like, now, it's going to be little things like that. But um, I want to say that like a lot of things that Fan Expo has done are good. A lot of them are good. They're bringing recognition. They bring more press. And because they're more corporate con, they can afford to give media some passes into it, which promotes our local nerd culture. And I really, really do appreciate that. And I don't think they're trying to establish a monopoly necessarily. I think what they might be doing is trying to establish that they're the number one. Yeah. And people have to line up behind them. And they can schedule their events whenever they want. I don't know if that's true. This is all totally speculation. but It's speculation, but it has a lot of grounding in kind of a reality. Hi, I'm Jason now. Hi, I'll do it. Um, Jason, you look hotter. Hey. I like your glasses, <laughs> Jason. Anyway. I like, your, I like your glitter. You can't even see it on camera. Oh. I can see it from here. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. But, uh, like, for example... Comic Book Day is pretty much the same day every year. It's not like it's announced a month beforehand. It's announced pretty early. And then same with Texas Frightmare Weekend. Their dates are usually pretty public. Like We've had the dates for Frightmare Weekend for like two or three months now. Fan Expo just now is announcing their dates, and it just happens to fall on these days. The fact that it's happened before, like Ricardo said, with Akon last year leaves a bitter taste because you are trying to get the other people's attendance as well. Like with Akon, since they were, it wasn't last year's Akon, it was the year before because it was the last year that they were in Dallas. That's right, before they went, two years ago then. Yeah, two two years years ago. ago. I remember that. And what happened was more people paid for the ticket to go to Akon because it was cheaper and ghosted Fan Expo. Or they had one friend bought for Fan Expo, one person bought for Akon, and they would switch badges back and forth. Genius. So, for real, both both cons ended up losing money, but I still think Akon came out a little better on that because a lot of the things that people were wanting from Fan Expo were autographs, and they were basically going, "Hey, you're going there anyway. Get this autograph." And then they went to Akon instead. Yeah. Because as much crap as I give Akon, Akon is more fun. And it is a party con. It's more of a party con, and they have actually have a variety of dealers in the dealer hall. Than and it's more niche interests. So the more like niche your interests get, the more comfortable you are doing way out there cosplays or whatever. The more it's, it's just it seems like a very localized 
fan base, so you feel like you found friends a little easier in some ways. No, and, I, with, oh, sorry, go, and I don't know why they want to go against Frightmare because that's not really something. Because again, Frightmare is a very niche crowd because it's it's a horror con. It's not, you know, like with Fan Expo, it's going to be a little bit of everything because you know you have, uh, like we we have the voices from like. Batman coming in. We have Jeff Goldblum this year, Ben Affleck, Jason Momoa. Uh, who else do we have this year? I don't even remember anymore. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Like we have all these like very different people than the ones from from like Frightmare because this year Frightmare has almost the entire cast of It. Yeah. And they have the cast of Hellraiser coming in, and, and like and the cast of Chucky. And the cast of Chucky. That's not something I think that Fan Expo would want to bring to their to their audience. At least I don't think so. Not the not the entire cast, probably. Not. Probably not. Just maybe like one or two. Well, we know they don't want the entire cast of stuff. <laughs> I mean, they tried one year with Serenity, and they tried this year with uh, uh, with the Back to the Future. But besides the point, um, I mean, you're not. I don't know what you're doing trying to take on Frightmare because you're not gonna really take anyone away from that just because it's like, oh, you know, cool, yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum. But you know what? It's the cast of Hellraiser. I really go see them because that's what I grew up with. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's school, but Damn. I want to I want to go meet them. And honestly, you could probably get the entire cast at Frightmare probably for the same price that you get for one person at Fan Expo. Yeah. Well, also with the prices, it does depend on the. Uh, oh, it depends <laughs> on the actors themselves. Like I worked Texas Frightmare last year mm. in the autographs area, and. and I never got to see anyone but the person I was si- the two people I was sitting between because there were so many people there, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. It was just when yeah. I was like, well, apparently the guy from A Clockwork Orange is over there, but I don't, I can't see him. Oh, Michael McDowell. Yeah. Yeah, he was there, and he was pretty cool. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> I was sat between Italian people. Do you know who they were? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember their names. It was. Um, they were there for Suspiria and for House of the Dead, I believe. Oh, cool. Or no, Night of the Living Dead. They had the original score writer and director. Oh, cool. Because nice. he was also the director for Suspiria. They yeah. were there for this big thing, and I've never seen people nerd out like that. And that is a good thing. Like, it was very humble. They had movie posters from, like, the original showing in Italy. They're just like, please sign this. Which is a level I don't normally see at Fan Expo. That's one of the things that's like, really interesting to me is that, like, <laughs> Fan Expo's kind of a catch-all of a lot of different interests, which in some ways works really well. We got to meet the Lucio, Junkrat, and Roadhog voice actors at Con. That was something. really cool. Those videos y'all posted were really awesome. It was so fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Not everybody would be interested in that, and so that's cool, but, like, in between that and, like, Frightmare. There's some really specific, really exciting, really niche fans there. And I got to tell you, as a photographer and someone who likes to make videos, I'm more interested in the horror scene than in a catch-all. You could possibly see more people from a wider fan base. Yeah. Well, I have a question. Yeah. So do they position the cons in April and October for Fan Expo? As of right now, uh, are they doing that because they know the actors generally don't work much in that time of the year? Part of it. Because I was wondering about the scheduling because I thought they used to do it in February or May. Uh, they, used to do, the they, used, they used to do, well. They used to do three cons? They used to do three, yeah. There would be one in the winter, one in the spring, one in the fall. One in the winter, one in summer the, summer spring. spring. Early, early summer, usually late May, early So June. why did they go from three to two? Because they didn't want to do three anymore. Not a lot of people were coming to February. Um, basically, okay. the pull for February was the entire cast of the CW. Um, and that was it. And so not a lot of people came to February. And so they decided to combine those cons. And that's also when they started uh, going to Dallas instead. Yeah. Instead if I'm not Irving. mistaken, they had higher cancellation rates, yeah. too, for like... Uh, for February, it was yeah. just one of those things where a lot of actors had a brief break and could possibly get there, but, but it reshoots. didn't come through for reshoots or fill-ins or just being behind schedule. And also, or they, love they, making in February. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, they would raise the prices. Sure. Like they they started raising the prices of like appearance fees and all that, and uh, not appearance fees, but like 
autograph fees and all that, and they were racing the price of the tickets. And you know, when it's literally like a month and a half right after Christmas, like people are still recovering from all those prices yeah. and all that. And so it's like there's, and it's Valentine's. That kind of gets to my point of why I don't like. Uh, and look, I fixed the camera. Look, I'm I'm, I'm hot. There you go. I'm hitting. Whatever. Anyway, um, the main reason I don't want free comic book day intersecting with Fan Expo is because. Free Comic Day is the day that most of our local comic shops make a lot of money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And people spend a lot of money to go to Fan Expo Dallas. Yeah. And they're going to have some choices. I'm going to say, for me, I'm not going to choose Fan Expo. I'm going to choose Free Comic Book Day because I don't just go out and hit all the stores and get all the free comics. Usually the stores are having sales on figures and statues and um, back issue comics and everything. I put... I save up for free comic book day because I do want to, I mean, and, and yeah, it's me wanting to deal, but I'm still giving my business to these local shops. And I'll just go to one. I mean, we, we, we've hit free comic book shop, uh, free comic book day together. Yeah. We and usually hit about five or six of the local yeah, shops. Yeah. We hit a lot of shops. And actually some of the bigger shops like Zeus Comics will have like artists and writers in the industry mm-hmm. there signing books that they have for a lot cheaper than fan expo like you can buy the book and get their autograph for like 25 bucks and it's usually like the actual thick like collector book and it's a lot of local usually local comic creators but even like madness comics they have the power rangers in there last year i got you yeah. uh david yoss autograph they're gonna have aisha this year too. oh so, cool yes Come so it's it is very like you were saying earlier it's a community thing it's like you you're messaging me hey guys what shops are you hitting today oh what time are you gonna be over here it's fun. Yeah. And also, like I said, I get deals on toys. So that might sound greedy, but don't get me wrong. I am supporting my local comic shop. If there was something there that I maybe saw and said, maybe not for that price, but, you know, hey, we're having a 20% off sale today. Then it's the perfect price. I mean, it's Sold. not greedy. That's what they're doing. They're doing business. They're making deals to bring in more people, to bring in more of the community. Like, that's what they they want, you know? And if it deals the way to get there and promote, you know, promote their comic book shop, then it just grows their audience. Like It also, um, it's a, a day that, it's going to be kind of weird for me to talk about, um, I don't go into comic book shops by myself ever. Uh, I go usually with a male uh, because otherwise I tend to get harassed. And free comic book day is a day that I go into comic book shops by myself. Uh, last year it did not work out for me because that's the day that I got sniffed by that guy. Mm. But that's a st- <laughs> that is a story for not on the air. That is a, yeah, uh, that is a story. Uh, no, it wasn't a. It, was I, this it at wasn't madness? a big deal. It wasn't madness. Uh, um, of course, I was it wasn't madness. At, I was looking at dice because I needed uh, my own, and I was feeling uh, I was feeling out which. Oh, you're off the show. <laughs> And a guy sniffed me and said, "Perfume, it smells good." So that didn't work out for me. But that's the kind of things that's that happen. Crazy. Okay, yeah, just uh, that can happen. And free comic book day is a day where there's a lot of people. It makes me more comfortable to go into comic book shops. Um, and that is one of the one of the pulls for me about Free Comic Book Day, and so I it makes me have a certain I don't know I want to support it because I want to support people going to comic book shops who wouldn't normally do it, and that's I don't know. So do you think Fan Expo is going to have a significant downturn because of this? The thing that I think is actually going to end up happening, unfortunately, is people are still going to enjoy free comic book day and they're still going to go into the comic shops, but they're only going to grab the free comics and then they may go to, to Fan and Expo. Then That's the thing, yeah. though. Fan Expo, other that the other than Duncanville Bookstore, doesn't really sell comics. You know, you're right. I other than because the Duncanville Bookstore is the only is always the the one that I always see, and they usually have pretty good deals on stuff. There's like a few others, like little ones, but that's really the only one that sells comic books. There's and Half Price Books is there as well, but they sell a little bit of everything. Um, a Galaxy called Dallas. Galaxy called Dallas is usually there. Are they? They. So, I'm sorry. Are they at, at, yes, at they are Expo? Yes. Okay. Cool. So, um, but now it's like, cool. Do I stay at the shop or do I go and buy a table and hopefully make money at at Fan Expo? So, um, but. 
No, nah, you know what? I don't like I don't like this. Because like last year when I last year's when I started getting Chelsea into comic books again, and we hit up Free Comic Book Day, and we hit up Valhalla Comics when they were still around. We hit up Madness. We hit up uh, we hit up Keith's comics as well, and you know we got a little bit here and there, and we got to meet the voices of Majin Buu and Hercules from Dragon Ball Z at Valhalla. That was pretty nice. cool. That's the little things, and we saw a couple of local artists that we were looking forward to their comics whenever they came out. Um, so I don't, um, I don't like this. I think Fan Expo is doing a disservice to the community here. I am going to play devil's advocate on this. Just okay. a bit. Now, um, Fan Expo has kind of responded to this and said that basically, you know, it's the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center. Yeah. These are the dates they were offered. I don't know how much truth there is to that because I figure Fan Expo is a big draw as far as like the space they need and you know the price that they're going to pay for that so I'm and this this is going to sound really jaded I honestly think they don't care that that's the day that free comic book day falls on I think they went in just like hey we're we're a con they're going to come and see us I, I refuse to believe that they were blissfully unaware that Free Comic Book Day, which happens in May 5th all the time, that First oh, weekend in is May, that yeah. the day of Free Comic I refuse to believe that. I'm sorry. You're here three days out of the year. These other guys are here every other, all the rest of the time, except the Sundays or Mondays that they close, supporting the fandom. Y'all are for the fans, but they're here selling us comics and toys and everything. And quite frankly, and this, this was mainly lit off by... Uh, my friend uh, Richard over at Zeus Comics. He was the one that first started kind of ringing the bell like, hey, this is not right. And I, 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 Richard is a good friend of mine. I love Zeus Comics. And this will hurt them. We can't afford to lose comic shops, okay? I am not going to be going to one comic shop and then there's a monopoly. I like going around. That's my day to go everywhere. Yeah. So And support everybody. Because I can't support everybody every day of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, it may that be... Expo has to back off. It may be that it wasn't explained to them very well. Because if they, you hear, like, oh, they go in and pick up a comic and look around. Fan Expo could very reasonably be like, well, our con- it's like an all-day happening. They can pick up their comic book and whatever. And they don't understand the duration of the going and hanging out, meeting people, going to a different one, hanging out, picking up comics there, whatever. I would love to see, first of all, I would love to see arbitration come in and, like, settle these date things, like the Akon thing and the... It's yeah. a no-win Nobody's situation. winning. Yeah, yeah nobody yeah, wins. I'd love thing. to see an arbitrator come in and be like, okay, let's talk about dates and let's talk about how you do this. And if that doesn't happen, then I would love Fan Expo to put out a giant olive branch of some sort, like a... You guys can have free space in the yeah. dealer's room. You guys can, we'll send them to you. You can have a whole thing. We'll, we'll do, I don't know, we'll shuttle people back and forth to the comic stores to hang out. Something, and none of those are stellar ideas, but something like that to be yeah. like, we want to partner with you unless... They can change the dates. All if right, they so, can't change the dates, and I would assume a partnership. I would assume at this point that they can't. So I know they've got a full three sixty-five days, and I. But they lock in those dates super early. Most convention centers do. Mm. I mean, so two, so two things. I mean, Fan Expo this year was super early. Last couple years has been like middle of May till June. This was like mid-March. I don't. I can't remember the last time Fan Expo did something in March. Like, this was way early, so they can go as late as June. Go to June. Like, leave the beginning of May alone. Like, the second thing is, though, Fan Expo is owned. I don't know if they have free comic book day up in Canada, because Fan Expo is a Canadian company. Maybe they don't have it up there. Maybe they don't care. I, don't, I mean, maybe they're not aware. Um, but I don't like it. But, okay, real quick. So, free comic book day is in two weeks. Um, do you have any free con- uh, free comments? 16 first. days, count them down. 16 I days. Add, I just want to add something Go for to, it. to the conversation about if if you want to continue to bring new and younger fans, future generations into fan expo conventions in Texas or any other state you choose to run your con, it doesn't make sense to cut off 
and interfere with your local comic shops because those are your future consumers of your product. Yep. So um, they should be checking into the you know conflicting dates. They should try and figure that out. Definitely. Uh, so that doesn't that that part of the business doesn't make sense unless it's a get quick rich scheme where they change ownership all the time and they don't care but i don't think that's necessarily the case they're not yeah so they should know better um and you know those comic book shops are the blood and everything that you know i know i was a kid you know growing up going to my comic book shop every other week if not more with my parents, and I loved picking up my comics. Yeah. And I didn't have free comic book day when I was a little kid, but don't you think I would have loved it? Oh, yeah. I would have loved it, you know, they when I was a little boy. They him a nickel back then. He had to pay <laughs> all five cents. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Taking out the trash and earning my, uh, five cents. my allowance, yeah. you know, yeah. that took me away from comic book reading <gasps> and future cosplaying or uh, current cosplaying is when I was a yeah. kid. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't wear my costume. You know, all the time. Yeah. You Especially know, not while taking wh- out the trash. When I was busy, dirty. when I was busy unloading the dishwasher, it, you know, I didn't want or loading the dishwasher. I, don't I couldn't know. do you that. You could have those like Batman, but like gloves, like <laughs> to here right. while you're doing the dishes. Yeah. Right. Bat, the bat those dishes. latex bat dish gloves. Right. Or my all latex costume. Gross. Gross. Right. All right, so uh, I just want to say one other thing, Cash. You need some nerd-busting Iron Man armor when you go to the comic store. Maybe I should do that. You should come come with me and Chelsea. We're going to head up a couple That's shops. That's usually what I do. Yeah. You should actually tune in us the week before. We're going to cover what comics you can get on Free Comic Book Day. Ooh. Yeah. And some of our local okay. deals in Dallas is going to be awesome. Cool. Just yeah. quick PSA. Right. Don't be creepy to girls in don't comic books. Don't, don't, don't sniff people. Don't sniff people. Don't oh. sniff people. Don't touch people. Don't just leave people alone. Just if we catch you being creepy, we're going to... We're gonna have to, you know. We're gonna kick in the nards. And the next time somebody says, "Are you lost?" When I'm in a comic book store, I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> Please do every time. Okay, uh, so real quick, all right. Uh, uh, so what are your, some of your favorite those. local comic shops? For me, now that I live over there, Fargo Garland, for um, for me, it's Keith's Comics. What are some of your other favorite shops Ooh. around town? I forget the names. Of shops. A Galaxy really Call Dallas. Galaxy Call is just yeah. up the road. Yeah, yep. right here in Garland. It's not far from. Uh, wherever you are, here yeah, in <laughs> that's true. You're not, it's not too far from that. Denton Square. Ooh, right I know. outside of Denton Square. I know. I know what you're talking about. That is a good it's little store. One of my favorite. They have all these collectibles. Yeah. It's one of the like three that I'll go into now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's another? What's another one of y'all's favorites? Jason. Uh, my personal favorite uh, is Zeus Comics. Uh, Richard Neal owns the shop. He's a, and yes, I'm a little bit biased because he is a friend of mine. A very talented individual. Um, it just runs a good shop. It's laid out very well. There's always good deals on stuff. That and uh, if I like a smaller shop, I like Red Pegasus Comics. Oh, that is a good little shop. Did, didn't they just move? Yes, they did move. It's a really cool. They got like the big window front and everything. It's it's a good for them. That was a little hard to get to uh, before. Uh, it's, and it's right in the Bishop Arts District. Great. Perfect. Store. But yeah, definitely. Uh, Red Pegasus and Zeus Comics are some of my favorites. Oh, Boomerang Comics in Louisville too. They've been Boomerangs. Uh, their, yes, they're great too. Yeah, I used that used to be my comic book shop when I used to live in Colony. I used to go all the way out there all the time because uh, Neil. Uh, he still runs the store. He was a good friend of mine. Um, I miss going to that shop. That was fun. I helped them move shops when they went. They were in this little tiny store, and they moved to a bigger store. And I helped them move because uh, that was my shop. So, but yeah. Uh, oh, there's one in the colony. There's one in the colony just, now. It just yeah, says it's comic. It's just comic. That's, hey, all, you that's all you need. Yeah, and that's what we had back in the day, and we liked it. <laughs> no, it's really chill. I wish their sign wasn't written in Comic Sans MS, but that's just <laughs> me. True. They do have. I went in there one time. They had uh, shop smart, shop as smart, like bowlers from uh, um, Army of Darkness. They run some really cool like events and stuff. I just I want to say one last thing on the whole thing is that Fan Expo. We like Fan Expo. We appreciate them in a lot of ways, and they've hooked us up in the past to be pressed at their events. We really appreciate that. We don't want to turn this into a fight. We're just using our limited platform to say, please, please, please respect Free Comic Book Day and Frightmare and adjust your dates accordingly. We don't want anybody boy. And I saw some comments in the chat. We don't want any boycotts of anything. We we want to exist together. You know, this is a community. Can we, we want to attend both events. Don't make us decide because as 
Cat said, there's not a winner in this. Yeah. We're going to have to. Well, I can only go to one. So don't make us do this. Please. I want to add something you. to that as well um, on a positive note. I have enjoyed Fan Expo for several years, and this year uh, I was pleasantly surprised that they brought in Ben Affleck after they couldn't get Michael J. Fox, which was fun. But uh, you know, but aside from aside from the celebrities, I'm just talking about. You and know, he was smiling on your picture too. He Somehow miraculously. Did you Photoshop that? You Photoshopped I did. it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you look back at it, though, I also Photoshopped me to look 20 years older in one of the pictures I, yeah. and 20 years younger. Yeah. I didn't notice. Wow. Is that bad? Is what bad? <laughs> you look the more same specific. age to me. Like, I don't know. Um, wow. No, I, I didn't know notice. That's it was good bad. <laughs> I can't. Okay, anyway, squarely so I just, in the middle. Right. But I did want to say one other thing about uh, you brought up the costume contest earlier. Yeah. Sponsored uh, by Snickers. The uh, right. But you know what? They did. They are sending the first place winner of that to Just Canada to for a huge um, competition. Oh, so, cool. Uh, you know that is a great opportunity for a aspiring cosplayer who wants to, you know, I don't know, go international or you know just. Have fun with that. I mean, so, you can be a pro, like right. pro cosplayers. And right. That's a great opportunity yeah. to go that's towards cool. Who won this year? Does, do y'all remember who? Some short little something, something with a skull with a really impressive costume. <laughs> I don't know what. Her I was name actually was. a good friend of mine. She won. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, was it? That was my friend Jesse. Good yeah. job, Jesse. Congratulations. Nice. Have Jessica fun in Canada. Artists, you should definitely go check out her uh, cosplay page. It was a really it's good beautiful. cosplay. Oh, it was just, so I didn't remember the name. All right, so we're running out of time, so real quick, uh, we got Affinity War in less than a week. Yep. Um, quick Deadpool. Who makes it out of the this one? Who does not? Who does not make it out of this out one? Out of which one? Deadpool uh, or Infinity War? Uh, no, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Who, do, who does not Deadpool survive? In, Infinity who does not survive? I think that Infinity other War. Subject we were going to touch on. We can just cut, we can just get that on the next show. I think we had some good discussion on Free Comic Book Day and Fan Expo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to have summer blockbusters all summer, so there's plenty of time to get to that. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, but also, Cat Free Comic Book Day, like I said, make sure you're following us on the Facebook page because we're going to be going. We'll be doing like live video while we're at the comic book shops and. Posting that and showing you our travels. It's mm -hmm. trust me, Pulling we have fun with it. Yes, we do. And we hope to see you guys out there. So cool. Well, guys, uh, good show today. And uh, as always, keep on. Oh no 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 no! It's been a hot minute. It's been it's been a hot minute since I've been on the show. I am so sorry. You can you can find me on Instagram on Alamo Nerd eighty nine. It's at the bottom of the screen. Yep, bottom of the screen. Bryce, where can they find you? To your left. Uh, you can find me at Bryce Culver on whatever. Well YouTube done, sir. Look me up. Nice. MySpace or Facebook? Oh God. MySpace. Zanga. Yeah. Oh God, Zanga. Friendster. Friendster. Yeah. Catch me on ICQ. Yeah. Are you Whoa. one of the four people that's on LinkedIn? You can find me on Live Journal. Um, Kat, where, where can they find you? And do not say to my left. You can find. I would never copy. Someone else's joke, thank you. At Better Cat Comics, plural, with an S at the end, not like the tag at the bottom of the screen. And also on uh, Instagram is at Better Cat. Me? Yes, Phoenix. go, go Cass. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Cass underscore Bradley. That's K-A-S underscore Bradley, singular, no S. With an underscore. With an underscore. Jason? <laughs> I feel quite embarrassed. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Point out my spelling errors. Did I get your spelled right? Did I spell yours right? Yeah, mine's like the same one. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jason the X. Instagram for toy pictures. Twitter for me, pretty much cursing out random senators and house members on my. Oh, I it gets you. very. It gets very. Thank you for finally following me. I appreciate that. Jackie. You know, what? I don't think I'm following you. And at Corodono. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O, where I, I post art and selfies. Or you can find me on Twitter at Hawks Perch, one word, where I scream about Sweet It Into the Void until one of y'all answers me Aww. eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and of course, you can follow the show at SCNS Live on Twitter, at SCNS on Instagram, and like us. I like, like this video. Like the video. Like us. Like us on everything. 
And Make push sure. that little bell. He's got that weird, intense eyes thing. Like us. Like <laughs> us and subscribe. Like us. So, awesome. We had a great show today. Uh, you might not see me again throughout the summer. We're going to be very, very busy. So, if you see me, it'll be very rare. Uh, other Yay. than that, guys, uh, as always, I enjoy work, uh, doing the show with you guys. Yeah, and good times. As always, keep on nerding. nerding. Buy me a Whopper. Get me to the chopper. <laughs> Hey guys, Jason the X here again. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. Of course, you can find us over at youtube.com slash scnslive or facebook.com slash scnslive. Please give us a like and subscribe over there and join us again for another podcast. Subscribe to this channel, of course, so you can keep up with every time we put out new content. And once again, keep on nerding.